You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to The Fan here on a Saturday morning. I'm Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio. Up until 12 noon, if you missed any of the show... Grab the Odyssey app and rewind. Check out my interview with WUSA 9's Darren Haynes from earlier in the show. And right now on the hotline, I'm happy to be joined by Justin Fensterman from SiriusXM to go around the NBA. What's going on, Fensty? Hey, what? Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. So I was talking earlier in my show about how, as a Wizards fan, this is the toughest time of the year because we just need to embrace the tank. And although we won last night 197 to the Detroit Pistons, I was hoping it went the other way in the fourth quarter uh, and, and hoping that we had lost. It, it's the tough point in the year to be a Wizards fan. Yeah, it absolutely. Isn't it always tough to be a Wizards <laughs> fan, though? Hey, Except well, for when we were 10-3, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, we were talking about that at the beginning of the year. Can they sustain it? And then very quickly we saw them take a nosedive. And I was actually looking at the contracts and even thinking, well, what can this team do in the future? And, you know, getting Porzingis, it'll be interesting to see how he's managed moving forward, especially in my neck of the woods, Awad, because it's all fantasy related. I'm getting tons of questions on Porzingis, whether or not the Wizards will shut him down. But if they're going to embrace the tank, they might as well not play their off-injured guy who they're paying over 30 mil for the next few years. Yeah, I, I think they will continue to play him, though. And I think they'll... Wes Unsell Jr. would say, oh, we want to get him chemistry with our young guys, Danny and Rui and Corey Kispert. But here's what I will say is that you, there's no way you could be a Wizards fan and not be pleasantly surprised and happy with how he's been in a Wizards jersey. No, he's been fine. And something that we talked about on my show and yours, Awad, is that Porzingis, just better off at the five. Why not put him at the five? Who else are you going to put there? Size-wise, he's the best you have. And even with Kyle Kuzma in and out now, it's been great seeing Porzingis featured. And Awad, you have your ear to the ground when it comes to the Wizards fan base here. It seems like the Wizards fans are embracing Porzingis. Obviously, they still have work to do when it comes to this team. What the future holds for Bradley Beal combined with Porzingis, or do they get rid of him and try to build around Porzingis? It just seems like the Wizards faithful is embracing Porzingis' arrival. Let's move on to the rest of the NBA's Eastern Conference. The hottest team in the East right now, surprisingly, the Boston Celtics, 9-1 in their last 10, five-game win streak. They're inching closer to possibly the three-seed, even maybe the two-seed. I mean, are they the scariest team in the Eastern Conference? For me, it's still the Bucks and Giannis because of what he proved last year in the playoffs, but I don't know, man. It's up in the air. I'm on the same page as you. I still think ultimately when it comes to which team is going to represent the Eastern Conference in the finals, I still think it's Milwaukee. But you're absolutely right. Boston is a team that we should have to focus on for the rest of the way. 
ever since the year turned to 2022 AWOD, this team has been sound defensively, all anchored by Jason Tatum. When it comes to shots in the post, Jason Tatum at blocking those shots, at stopping those shots, at contesting them, he's been one of the best forwards in the league, if not the best at doing so. And it's resonated with the rest of this team, coupled with what they did around the deadline, and they've transformed defensively. And you see it when watching the Boston Celtics on the floor, the synchronization of how they're all moving around. You just, the best way to describe this team right now is sound. They're playing all together as one, and they are scary defensively. And I'm going to tell you this, for those that do think they have a shot at winning the championship, I would see on DraftKings Sportsbook, plus 1,000 are the odds right now on them. Yeah, I mean, Jason Tatum's he's what you get out of what should be a super max player, unlike his buddy Bradley Beal, who I don't know if you saw his uh, comments the other night uh, in a post-game interview it just tilted me the wrong way. He said, we need to bring somebody in here that can guard the best players like the Jason Tatums in the playoffs. And I'm like, if you're going to be Supermax, that needs to be you. I, like, I, I, I'm i so frustrated about it. I don't even want to talk about it. Let's move over to the Western Conference, man. Who, who's your favorite <laughs> team in the West? Because I, I could talk about Bradley Beal all day. I don't want to, though. Yeah, you know, it's a good idea that we don't because then anyone who actually likes Bradley Beal might not want to listen anymore, so we don't want the ratings to take a hit. So with that, my favorite team, I know it's chalky and boring, but it's still the Phoenix Suns. Ultimately, with the Memphis Grizzlies, it doesn't matter whether or not John Morant is in the lineup or out. Memphis is still playing well. You get them in a seven-game series, though. I don't know if they can sustain going up against a team like the Suns and stopping them. And now with Chris Paul back and seeing what the Suns are, that puzzle that I've described to you before, you just see the pieces and how they work. Everything fits. And with an enormous amount of depth, I don't know how you could think it could be any other team besides Phoenix at this point. Here's what I will say. And this, this, this might piss you off, Justin, but there's a chance that the Lakers beat the Suns. I'm not counting it out. I'm absolutely not counting it out, man, in a seven-game series because it's LeBron James. And here's the thing is that people want to hate on him all you want. You can hate on this Lakers team, and they have not been good this year, and you can't say that. But here's the thing is that it could be an exact rematch of last year, and if Anthony Davis plays, I, I would even give the Lakers an advantage in this. Is this because Anthony Davis made those comments? Are you drinking that Kool-Aid? He made those comments that if he were around, the Phoenix wouldn't have made it because, come on, man. At this point, you talk about LeBron James and who you can throw at him. Talk about strong wings defenders. One of the best in the business is Mikel Bridges. And I know LeBron is bigger than him size-wise, but he's still going to wear them down a little bit. I just don't think the Lakers have the depth to beat Phoenix. And guess what, eh? What Russell Westbrook? Come on, man. We've talked about how much of a poison player he is. He plays no defense. Their guards on the Suns will eat them alive themselves. I'm just, I'm skeptical about the Suns, man. I think you agreed with me last year when we both said Suns and Bucks are in the finals. We both said no chance there's a rematch in the finals next year. I don't remember if I said that or not. I don't remember (laughs) if I said that or not. I don't remember that, Awad. You know me. If I'm ever wrong, I'll be the first to at peace. People tell me I'm wrong every single day, sometimes twice. But at the same time, when it comes to this Phoenix Suns-Milwaukee team, I will say this. I thought Phoenix was going to win that series last year. I talked about it with you. I talked about it with Grant and Danny, and I was dead wrong about that. But this year, 
definitely seeing that rematch again, it would be fun. But again, the big matchup that I'm looking for is in that Eastern Conference final. I, at this point, somehow, someway, if the seedings do prevail at the end of the day, I want to see Boston versus Milwaukee. But you're on your own island when it comes to the Lakers beating Phoenix. And if that does happen, if that somehow happens, I will buy you six beers that you want when we ever meet up at some point. Let's do it because I'm I'm sticking with that take here. LeBron James is just going to he's going to put the team on his back and have 30 point triple doubles every single night if he has to and he will. I just don't think that there's going to be like I I've, I've watched LeBron his whole career. He's not going to go out in the first round two years in a row. I just I I don't see it happening. But I again, I, I mean, look, you want to put them again. You want to try to sell me that maybe they could take out Memphis somehow. That's fine. You want to sell me somehow that I mean, I don't think any other team at this point is going to be within that reach. I mean, Utah, I still I can't see that, but you can convince me more. Phoenix, I am very in on Phoenix. And without that depth to match them, I can't see the Lakers beating this team in a series. What are your thoughts on the Utah Jazz there? That's a team that. I like because they're just a full team overall. I mean, they, that's what they do. They, they play as a team. They've got their star in Donovan Mitchell. They've got their defender in Rudy Gobert. But really, it's team basketball. It's other guys that step up every single night to win games for them. I mean, you can look at the box score any given night, and maybe it's uh, you know, maybe it's Conley, maybe it's uh, Pascal, maybe it's Rudy Gay even. Maybe it's Clarkson who's been great for them off the bench. He had 19 points the other night. What do you think of the Jazz in the playoffs? I think if the playoffs ended today with what the matchup they'd have, I think that they'd give Dallas a hell of a lot of trouble, and I think that they can win a round. But again, you have a team like the Utah Jazz and run them up against Phoenix, it's that depth battle again. What the Utah Jazz have been very good at, they're good at slowing down their opposition, which is great, but when you have, like I've said, an enormous amount of depth like Phoenix has, full of change of pace players, then you're matching up against second units, and that's where Utah is going to hurt a little bit. And when it comes to Boyan Bogdanovich, hoping everything is great when it comes to this calf strain and everything recovers and he doesn't have any kind of setback or whatnot because we've seen this team get exposed a little bit on the wing without Bogdanovich, just his length alone. And I think that's the one thing with the Jazz when it comes to skilled size outside of Rudy Gobert, they don't have too much. They need Bogdanovich's offense, but more importantly, his length on defense in order to contain opposing wing players. You're listening to AWOD Radio here on The Fan, my guest on the hotline from SiriusXM, Justin Festerman. Fancy, let's talk about Chris, uh, not, not Chris Paul, Steph Curry. What do you think of this ankle injury? Will he be able to get back to form? I'm worried that you know it might affect his three-point shot if he's not able to get the lift that he usually gets. I mean, his shooting percentage has been impacted for some reason all year. This has not been the same Stephen Curry. Do I think he could get back to 100% by the time everything rolls around in the playoffs? Absolutely. But one of the things that we're going to have to remember with this Warriors team is that they lack offensive skill in the post, and they're going to need their smaller wings to be able to hit their shots when stretching the floor and going out to the wing. I'm talking about the auto porters of the world. Mm-hmm. Draymond Green being in there helps them out so much defensively. But besides him, he doesn't really give them much offense, and neither do their other big men. They're not getting Wiseman back. So they need Steph Curry, but for some reason, the shot just not has been, hasn't been as effective. The low shooting percentage we've seen from him has been an anomaly, and seeing what Andrew Wiggins did throughout most of the year as well, it just doesn't add up, Awad. So when you say return the form, which form is it? The form that we've been seeing this year when he's been at his, quote, best, 
or what we've been seeing for most of his career because before this year, hasn't been that great. That's an interesting take there. Always love having you on, Justin Fensterman. Follow him on social media at Fensty Sports. Alarm After Hours is where you can hear him Monday through Friday, 12 a.m. to 2 a.m. on SiriusXM. Justin, thanks so much for stopping by. Hey, Juan, thank you so much for having me again. Yep, and uh, you'll owe me a beer when LeBron wins a, a playoff series. <laughs> Bro, uh, if that happens, not a playoff series. If that happens, I will literally buy you six beers. <laughs> six. That's right. Like a six-pack. <laughs> And then, ah, you get it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's my guy, Justin Fensterman. I'm Adam Epstein here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Welcome back to The Fan on a Saturday morning. I'm Adam Epstein. It is March 26th, just after 11.20 p.m. here on a Saturday morning, taking you up until... 12 noon on the show. It is always an open line here on AWOD Radio, 1-800-636-1067. Or you can send me a tweet on social media by typing in AWOD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O, to get your tweet read on the air. Or you can call in, of course, 1-800-636-1067. I want to talk about the Washington Commanders here, talking NFL. And here's my take. About Carson Wentz and this offseason, Ron Rivera and his plan. If the commander's coaching staff truly believes in Carson Wentz, then they need, they need to surround him with weapons. They've already decided, look, we're going to sit back in free agency and not go after anybody. We're going to sit back and not try to try trade for a wide receiver, wide receiver via trade. We have a... Pick in the first round at number 11. If Washington wants to truly win and win now with Carson Wentz, they need a superstar, a playmaker that will frighten opposing defensive coordinators. And although I think McLaurin's a star, Washington's going to need somebody when he's getting double teamed to count on. Personally, I am not counting on Curtis always injured Samuel. Not doing it. I'm not interested in training camp all-star Deami Brown. Not happening. I'm not counting on, with the game on the line, Mr. Practice Squad Pimpin' Cam Sims, who seems to make the team every year. 
and they make a, a few plays. Washington in the draft needs to go grab the best playmaker available. That's what they need to do. If they truly want to win now, grab the best guy available at number 11 that's going to immediately come in and be able to single-handedly turn a game around with one touch of the football. I believe that guy will be available at number 11. With the upcoming NFL draft, the Washington Commanders should draft Chris Olave at number 11. Personally, I think he's the real deal. I say let's grab this year's DK Metcalf. The best teams around the NFL, you look at what got the the Rams to the Super Bowl, what got the Bengals to the Super Bowl, they have two threats at receiver. The Rams specifically, Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham. They're going to let Odell come, let Odell go this offseason and bring in another star to go along with Cooper Cup because that's what the best theme, teams do. And Curtis Samuel doesn't count. Even if he plays, I think he's more of a slot than an everyday wide receiver, every play wide receiver. Chris Olave is the field stretcher who had 113 catches and 18 touchdowns for the Buckeyes at Ohio State the past two years. We already love what we got from McLaurin out of Ohio State. He ran a speedy 4.38 4.38-40-yard dash at the combine. I, th- I sit back and I think, look how Devonta Smith completely reinvented Philadelphia's offense. When he, once he started going last season, they were a completely different offensive team. Because And then they started running the ball a little bit. It was like unstoppable with the play action and the deep throws with Hurts connecting with Smith. If Washington wants to win now, at 11, they go with Chris Olave. I think he's exactly what we need if we're going to install fear into every defense we face. I love McLaurin. I'm hoping for big things from Curtis Samuel. But I think Wentz wants to stretch the field. That's what he wants to do. It's, In my opinion, it's a match made in heaven. Another guy from Ohio State to come here and play the wide receiver position. And he should be, he should be, he should be available at number 11. Curtis, sideline, Samuel, no thanks. Let's go grab a wide receiver. Let's go get the best guy available in the draft that can come in immediately and make an impact on the offensive side. And on defense, I'm tired of drafting defensive guys. Look back at the all the recent drafts. D-line, D-tackle, linebacker. Let's go get an offensive playmaker now. Let's do it right now. Don't wait. Don't wait till next year. This is Carson Wentz. This is his chance here. He's trying to reinvent himself. you got to throw playmakers alongside of him. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. we got Kevin in Silver Spring on the fan. Hey, uh, I agree with you. We shouldn't draft another defensive player, but do you think we should pick up a linebacker in free agency before the offseason's over? Yeah, I think we should try to do that, but I also think that there's going to be some playmaking linebackers available in the second or the third round of the draft, and and maybe we load up on it later on. Uh, But I agree with you. Look, (laughs) middle linebacker's 100% an issue. I'm going to say that I I want to focus more on offense this offseason. All right, thanks. Yeah, thanks for calling, Kevin. He had the radio on in the background. He wanted to hear himself talk, but we appreciate it. Welcome to the AWOD Army, Kevin. 1-800-636-1067 is the number. Who do you want Washington to take at the 11th pick in the upcoming NFL draft? Are you with me? You want an offensive player. And I have circled Chris Olave from Ohio State as the guy that I want. You're listening to AWOD Radio on The Fan.
Rocking and rolling here on a Saturday morning with Adam Epstein. This is AWOD Radio. And it is always open lines and open tweets here on the show. You can tweet me at AWOD Radio, A-W-A-D-D-R-A-D-I-O, to get your tweets read on the air. Dizzy DT tweets me, if the commanders go receiver, he wants Drake London saying he's a big body that has speed, calls him Mike Evans 2.0. I said I want Chris Olave. You can also uh, chime in on the Wizards. You could chime in on USA against Panama, which I'll hopefully give you a preview before the end of the show here. If we don't have time, I'll uh, I'll tweet it out at AWOD Radio. 1-800-636-1067. 1-800-636-1067. Open lines. You call into the show. You steer the show. You tell me what we're talking about here on the fan, DC Sports Radio. Let's go to Rob in DC. What's going on, Rob? Hey, AWOD. How you doing, buddy? Everything good, man. I just got a couple things I'm going to run off to yeah. you real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, first of all, the Caps, man. Uh Alex Ovechkin, if he stays healthy, he will get that all-time scoring uh, goal leader list. He will, he will be number one. He's he's getting close to 800. I didn't realize he was only 30 away from 800. So he'll he'll probably eclipse that next year, and that's based on health for him because it looks like he's not going to slow down. So it just comes to health. And yeah, I think if with he him, healthy, he's kind of realized that uh, he's in Ovi's office, right? So he stays around that same spot, and as long as his shot is still like unguardable, that's right. uh, he's going to keep right. banging in goals. And yeah. we have to remember that's that right. he missed a full season to the lockout. That's right. That's yeah. another thing. You're absolutely right. So, like you said, if you stay healthy and he stays in that office, he'll definitely get it. It's going to come down to health for me, but it looks like he's not going to slow down uh, scoring-wise. Yeah. Okay, when it comes to the commanders, uh, I kind of agree with you. We do need a kind of a playmaking type receiver to go with Terry. Uh, I like Garrett Wilson also from Ohio State. Uh, him and Olave was very, very uh, excellent, man. Both of them are probably uh, they, a lot of a lot of a lot of folks have Garrett a little bit better than Olave. Okay. I also like the guy Drake London from USC, big body, like you say, uh, Mike Mike Evans type of guy. Mm-hmm. So I think if we can go receiver, yeah, you you take one of those guys and, and put it with your offense. And then five, last but not least, Bradley Bill. Okay, <laughs> yeah, uh, he's gonna. Bradley Bill is no dummy. Uh, he's gonna secure his uh, secure himself financially. He's gonna go ahead and sign the two hundred and forty-seven million dollar contract. Yeah, but uh, he did an interview on CBS NBC Washington the other night. They had him in the studio, and for everything he said that they would need to compete, I just don't see the Wizards uh, accommodating him. I agree. Everything that he mentioned. And so to me, that, that was an underlying issue to say, well, you know what? They're not going to be able to give him everything that he asked for on that TV the other night when I listened to him. So he's going to sign the contract, okay? And then after about a good maybe a couple months, uh, maybe up to a year, and then you're going to finally say, Bradley Bill, here, Bradley Bill say, I want out. So yeah, now you know, that's what, money I, I'm pretty sure, Rob, you're right. He's going <laughs> to sign the yeah, deal got, and ask for a sign and yeah, trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got his money. He's going to get his money. Which 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 a lot of them guys don't do, and I don't know why they don't do it. Lock your money in, secure your bag. Then mm-hmm. you know you go ahead and say, "Hey, get me out of here." And that's what Bradley Bill's going to do because once he uh, come back, sign the deal, uh, the Wizards still will not put enough around him to consistently win. So of course that's going to give him out to say, "Hey, they they not they not trying to win. Get me out of here." But in the meantime, he signed that two forty seven, and then hey, he, he's just going to go ahead and move along. Okay, hey, why? Great show, man. I love your show. Thanks, buddy. Yep, thanks, Rob. I wouldn't be shocked to see Bradley Beal in a Celtics jersey, a Sixers jersey, or a Miami Heat jersey. Uh, just 
just based off of what I you know know of the situation. Wouldn't be shocked about that. Hey, hey, uh, Donald, did you see the news? Because he was talking about Ovechkin breaking the record, which we really hope will happen, about LeBron making history. And so LeBron will definitely break the record in the next 50 to 60 games, some point in the middle of next season. Draymond right. Green said, quote, Hey, Steve Kerr, I'm giving you a heads up right now. I will miss the game if we play on the same night as LeBron James to break history. I want to witness history. I have so many different thoughts on that, and I'm so upset about it. Like, Draymond Green looks at it, and he thinks of, like, LeBron James as this historic NBA player that's going to break the record and go down as the greatest player of all time. Great, all right? And and a lot of people would agree with you. But you're in the NBA, Draymond. You're trying to be better than him. By skipping your game to go see him make, you're just conceding that not he's the best player in the NBA. He's the best player of all time. Why even play against him? Why even compete? <laughs> yeah, that's that's the thing. Rub me the wrong way. Yeah, no, I I'm kind of with you there. That's, and I get Draymond is kind of like setting himself up post career with you know doing all the media stuff. That's some stuff. fanboy BS from Draymond Green. I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. But just just hear me out. I'm saying like, I feel like. He is, and this is the part where I have a problem because he is a player, like you said. He's still he's currently trying to Tony playing. Romo himself. He, exactly, like he's trying to usher that post career, but it, it just conflicts because I understand you're trying to play this media side and get that set up. But to your point, you're still a current player. You're still competing. Your team is not like a slouch team. You got Steph, Clay, you know the whole gamut on your team. So it's, it's, it's. I get you. It's kind of weird because it's like I can see he's trying to set himself up, but. You're still a current player, so you know the competition is lacking there. I right. Feel like. I mean, he literally said, "If Le- if I know for a fact LeBron James is going to play break history, I'm going to witness that, even if we're playing in a game." Yeah, and see, and see, I think, and he's trying to play the media hat first, but it's I think where you're at right now, currently, Draymond. If I'm talking to Draymond, you're still a player first right now, so I think you need to be there for your team if they're playing. Yeah, I was really upset about that. Uh, let's switch things up here. USA Soccer has a matchup against Panama tomorrow night, 7 p.m. Here's how the standings shake out, okay? So the top three teams automatically qualify for the World Cup in Qatar in November. The fourth-place team will have to play in a win-or-go-home matchup uh, with one of the teams from the Asia side of things. So it'll probably be either like New Zealand or Japan. I haven't uh, dug that deep into it yet. Uh, but basically, USA is in second place right now, trailing Canada, and they're facing off against Panada, Panama, who's currently in fifth. Here's the tricky part is these two teams played in October, and Panama won one nothing. So a victory is not guaranteed for America here. They are also without Weston McKenney, one of their best midfielders, in this matchup against Panama tomorrow night. What they have going for them is Christian Pulisic has been playing fantastic. They just went to Estadio Azteca, uh, the famous Mexico stadium, and came away with a 0-0 draw. So they have momentum going into this game here. And really, they just need to tie. And so we had Drab T-shirt come on the junkies, and he guaranteed a 3-1 victory for the United States. And as much as I would like that, I don't know if they're going to score that many goals. I would probably say my prediction is one nothing a USA victory in that one. But they're also going to be missing a couple other key players. Uh, Serginio Dest is out with, a, with uh, an injury. DeAndre Yedlin got another yellow card. He will miss this game here. So, And Tim Weah as well. So they're definitely not going to be at full strength uh, for America. But 
Here's the thing: is Ricardo Pepe up? Ricardo Pepe up top has been in great form. You have him with with Christian Pulisic, and you give you United States a shot here to play well for 90 minutes, and a draw will put them in the World Cup. The plan is to be in the World Cup, unlike Italy. <laughs> That's the plan right there, which tells me that the Euro Cup is a sham. I mean, they won the whole thing last summer, and we're thinking, oh, man, it's a, an Italian renaissance. They're the best soccer team in the country. They lost to North Macedonia one nothing. <laughs> I'm going to Google this right now. What do you think the population is of North Macedonia? Oh, man. Uh, have you like Had you even heard of that? Uh, I feel like maybe vaguely, but I know zero. I know you more know, about I don't even Madagascar know. than Macedonia. Yeah, I mean, if you gave me a map or what, I would not know where to point at all. So I put it, I put it like that. And I, I'll also say too, um, if you're if you're into if you're into the World Cup, you're also going to be looking closely at that Costa Rica uh, El Salvador game too, because part of our clinching for the World Cup is going to be contingent upon that game as well. Absolutely. So North Macedonia has 2 million people. Italy has <laughs> 60 million people. Wow. Wow. Yeah, I, I was thinking I was thinking a low million for for Macedonia, but two I was actually going to go higher than 2, but the fact that it's only 2, wow, that's crazy. Yep. And so earlier uh this week on my show in Richmond, Virginia, I had the United States men's national team goalkeeper Zach Steffen on my show and we talked about why it's so hard for America to compete in soccer with, you know, these other countries and he basically said when you he's playing in Europe right now, he's at Manchester City, he can see it firsthand from the youth level. The coaching is so much more advanced. Everything about it. And so, and I told him, I was like, yeah, when we were growing up, my, my best friend's dad was the coach. Right, right. I feel like in America, you know how we really are on like AAU basketball and like, you know what I mean? Pete, you know, Pop Warner football and things like that. I don't know that we have, and you know, any soccer fans, excuse me if I'm wrong. I don't know that we have a super strong like youth development here in the United States. We've got a, a bit and, um, there are players that have gone through it and, mm-hmm. and had success with the U.S. men's national team. It's not enough. Right. It's not enough. And and it sucks because the, the big thing is that the MLS doesn't really compete with any of the leagues in Europe or even like the Mexican league, so much more talented uh, than the players in the MLS. But it's slowly getting better, and you have guys like David Beckham who, you know, English star for so many years who's now got uh, Inter-Miami there who's trying to, slowly build that team and it just started two years ago and so he's going to be bringing more players over from from Europe and there's a hope that Messi will end his career here in the MLS but I don't know how that really helps it you know bring us up as a country Uh, so it's just a struggle yeah yeah and and yeah I know we got a break here but uh, yeah to your point I feel like a lot of those big European stars they just come over here you know to the MLS at the end of the career for the check David Beckham, I think of uh, even Wayne Rooney playing for DC United. Well, that's the thing is that they come over here at an older age, and they're still so much more talented. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I give you that. It's kind for of sure. embarrassing. Yeah, it is very embarrassing. <laughs> but we hope USA will be victorious against Panama. My prediction: USA will win one nothing. That matchup is on Sunday night. You're listening to AWOD Radio on the Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Welcome back to The Fan. I'm Adam Epstein. If you missed any of the show, you can rewind with the Odyssey app or check out the podcast by typing in overtime on the 106.7 The Fan feed. Tomorrow is the Oscars. Tomorrow night is the Oscars, and I was going through the list years of bets, movies, and TV shows of the years, and uh, I haven't seen as many of them as I would have liked, but I have seen what I want to win best animated movie. That is The Mitchells vs. The Machines. The Mitchells vs. The Machines. I think it's so good for an animated movie. It is just, it's like a dystopian movie here. And it's a, the, here's what I will say. The plot is basically that robots take over. And there have been a ton of movies, not animated, that have tried this and failed. But yet, for some reason, this animated movie just does it so well. It's a really great family, like apocalypse type movie. And I think you'd fall in love with the characters, man. Yeah, I haven't I haven't seen that one, so I'll have to add that one to my list. I'm uh, I'm looking at it now and I'm looking at Best Picture and I haven't seen most of these, but two that stand out to me are King Richard. The, did you see that? I did see that. I yeah. thought that was really good. And then uh Don't Look Up yeah. on uh on Netflix with like Leonardo DiCaprio. I thought I that I really was, enjoyed that. I really enjoyed that too. Um I can't compare it to the other movies that are here on this list, so I can't say that it will win. So I think I think Don't Look Up if it's up there for best direct director, I think mm-hmm. that should win that because the direction of that movie was so well done. It was like, it felt like a pandemic movie. You right. know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah. And the way it kind of like lightly touched on kind of like the things that are happening today, I, yeah. you know, it, it was very good, very well done. And then with King Richard, I think Will Smith will end up winning best uh, actor for the Oscar for that because uh, they call it a lifetime achievement for him. Uh, he has never won an Oscar. They did the same for Leonardo DiCaprio with The Revenant, yeah. which I didn't even like The Revenant, but I get it. He slept inside of a bear in the movie. You give him the Oscar. <laughs> right, know, right. Will Smith basically turned into Venus and Serena's dad, and he was excellent at it too. Um, that story is so good. The movie was missing something. I don't know what it was. It was a great like mockumentary type movie, but it it was missing something to make it really stand out. Yeah, yeah. I feel like... Like it, it got critical acclaim, but I felt like it also kind of got swept under the rug a little bit too. Like it didn't, it, people weren't talking about it as much as I thought they would have. It might have come out too early. You maybe. give it another 10 or 15 years and people maybe have forgotten about Venus and Serena. You know, everyone that's seen it, like it, it didn't really work because there wasn't like footage in the movie. Right. From the, from the, their childhood. And, and they also, they focused a lot more on Venus than Serena. Did you feel that also? Yeah, I did. I think maybe at that time when they were younger, because she's the older one, maybe there was more focus on her. Well, probably, Who yeah. Knows? And I think that's why Serena turned out better, because she always had a chip on her shoulder. Right. Uh, I Before I end the show, though, I need help from my fan base right now. Members of the AWOT Army, I'm a huge fan of Peruvian chicken. I have an obsession right now. I've had it three times this week. Lomo Saltado, Pollo Saltado, half chicken, three-quarters chicken, quarter chicken, whatever it is. I just need to know where I can get that green sauce at. It, it, it's so freaking good. It's intoxicating. One little squirt, one little drop of that green sauce, and everything tastes good. It turns my fried rice into wild rice. It's unbelievable. I put it on my chicken, on my beef. 
Where can I find this green sauce? Tweet me at AWOD Radio. I need to find the salsa verde, whatever it is that they serve at all these Peruvian chicken places around the DMV. I'm Adam Epstein. Thanks for listening. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.